What? So we're husband and wife, we're high school sweethearts. Um, both came from the same small ho uh, hometown in Gallup in New Mexico. Um, and then I've, I also got my PhD in, in cognitive neuroscience at UCSB um, and then went into data science. And I'm a, um, now a data science manager at a digital health tech startup. We have two boys. We have a three-year-old. We both went to school also in New Mexico for undergrad, uh, went out to California for Nikki's PhD. I started working. My background's in mechanical engineering. Um, and now I'm in the uh, aerospace sector of that and going after my master's now. But like Nikki said, two, two little boys running around we try to keep mm -hmm. up with and they take all the energy out of us, but it's a blast chasing them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We moved back to Albuquerque a few years ago. Um, so now we're in New Mexico again. Very nice. And you said your your boys are young. Are they like toddler age? Are they? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. really, we just passed that chance. So we had, we were in the two under two phase for a while. So juggling like a baby and a toddler. Now we have two toddlers, which is easier in some ways. It's like a little bit chaotic, but yeah, they're still young. Um, so the, the youngest one is, you know, running around, but not talking yet. Um, the oldest one is now starting to talk, but is, and is starting to learn self-control, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. We're getting to that point where they're, they're starting to play with each other and enjoy each other, mm -hmm. like chasing each other. And we can just kind of sit down and catch our breaths. So hopefully yeah. more of that to come. Yeah. But so they're sleeping a lot more now or what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, Ryan, who's my partner with Fry AI, uh, he, Part of the reason he's not here today is because he his sleep schedule is all messed up. So unfortunately, <laughs> he wasn't able to get here. But he has, like yeah. I said, three kids who are really young, twins. So he really enjoyed when I sent him your project. Like he's like, "Oh, this is really cool." It's oh, that's awesome. cool. Um, so could you just tell me a little bit about you know what is your project or yeah, yeah. just tell tell me we'll go we'll go back to, we'll kind of backtrack to what inspired you to do this project, um, but. First of all, what is the project we're even talking about? Yeah, so it, I think we can think of it as it's like a parenting sidekick. So it's like a digital tool that helps in a lot of ways that, you know, parents need help with on the day to day of, of raising kids. And, um, you know, parenthood comes with a lot of questions and a lot of unknowns and ambiguity. And, and this is a tool to um, use AI to help with those questions. So there's a few different aspects to it. One is personalized advice. So, um, you know, it uses the uh, chat GPT to have this conversational, um, you know, advice and back and forth, it, but it uses your information that you supply about your child and about their interests, about their history, their challenges, um, to then personalize those responses for your kid. Um, and then there are other aspects for other parts of the parenting journey. Um, we have these programs around big transitions and um, milestones. So that's more of like a coaching aspect. So, you know, if you're like struggling, uh, you can ask for help on specific topics and it creates a plan and then you can check in for the plan and get badges and milestones um, along the way. Um, and then what I think probably my favorite aspect of it, there's a personalized blog and it's um, every day from birth to five years old, there is like a like a sh short, easy to digest 
blog post about your kid. So it might be like, like, so we have it for our kids. So um, one is uh, how to introduce Aaron, and that's our son's name to maps. And it's like, um, so like teaches them things. So it, it um, spans like learning, um, emotional development, like those sorts of things. It's, it's just these bite size. Um, here's something that you can do for your kid today. Very cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great overview. I personally, I got to look at the project quite a bit. And when Ryan and I research for the, these types of things, we, we tend to look at the projects and it looks like it's very well put together, very professional. Um, has a lot of features. We were surprised by how many features it has that you kind of talked about, like the journal feature and different things like that. It seems very complex, uh, which was awesome. Um, so I want to ask before getting too much into how the project, maybe it works a little bit, or maybe like some uses that you hinted at. Uh, so what, what kind of inspired you? Was it just having like, like, obviously you guys have kids, but was it something, why, why bring in the AI component? Why this like sort of application? Yeah. So I think, I think one of the things we struggled with is, is in parenting, there's a lot of like edge cases and you have all these questions and you never know. It's either like, you're not quite getting the answers you want or you spend uh, just tons of time just sifting through blogs and, and, and Google search results. And there were times where just like, man, we just wish we had the answer like to our specific problem with our specific kids' personality or, or challenges. And then, you know, we started seeing the big, like, breaking news about ChatGPT, and it, it dawned on us when we were, like, having yeah. lunch one day, and we're like, oh, we should build this tool because there's nothing out there like it. Yeah, that's kind of it. We weren't looking to build a company. <laughs> like, we weren't, we, yeah. we weren't really in the market for this, but, um, you know, like, I think, I mean, at least for art, ChatGPT took us by storm like we knew mm -hmm. some of the advances in ai i've worked in like with machine learning in my job quite a lot but but like there was really nothing like seeing chat gpt and and what it could do um yeah. that was like we we could like this is something that any like that could be very useful in the realm of parenthood and you can do it with chat gpt itself but um it's not made for it you know like i think so much of ChatGPT's power is knowing how to use it and um, like knowing what to ask, what information to give it, like exactly how to ask it. So that's kind of um, what we've put a lot of work into is like, how can we take like this amazing technology and make it really good for parents? Yeah, it's kind of funny how whenever you have your life experiences and you, you're, you're not necessarily looking for something, but you might see ChatGPT or some technology or some advancement in a different way that other people would. And it allows you to apply it in a way that other people wouldn't think of just because of what you're doing in your regular life. Yeah. So it seems like it wasn't something you even sought out. It just kind of like came to you like as you were living your life. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, when you first created the, the, the project or you were looking into it, into Bottle, that's what it's called, right? Bottle, am I yeah. saying that right? Okay. <laughs> okay. So when you're first looking into bottle, uh, what was the vision for it? And has that vision uh, changed now that you've kind of gotten into creating it a little bit? Yeah, it has. Mm -hmm. So like um, the, the core around personalized advice that hasn't changed too much, but we did go one direction at the beginning um, where we were thinking it could be more like a like a summary of what's like the literature that's out there um so like one of the things that we spent a lot of time on is like 
and this is when we've had specific problems, like looking at research articles. And I, I guess I do have an academic background, so I'm a little bit more inclined to do that. But, um, you know, like reading these research articles, trying to understand like what decisions we should make, like what, what's the best solution for different things. So you're thinking maybe we could use ChatGPT to um, summarize like what's the literature on the best solutions for disciplining your children or like what's the um, literature on like piggy um, ears or something like that yeah or... yeah like what are the effects of watching too much screen time <laughs> like, um, and and have like that be one module have like a another one um have like a perspective of a parent who's been there and kind of like summarize like some different forums one to summarize more like the like medical blog literature. Um, but we found that that wasn't like, it's, it's hard to verify the information like in a way that's not super manual where we're also doing all of the work and to try to verify it. Um, and especially in the research space, uh, you know, it's, I just don't think that that was like the best use of it um, in, a, in a way that we could feel really confident about releasing. So we did pivot a little bit um, to make it much more. More related. like personalizable, right? Yeah, yeah. Much more like taking the information that you provide and then, um, you know, providing like the framework so that you can ask that information, get guidance in a convenient way. It was, and it was pretty fun. I think the first time we got that really working, our oldest was, or any still is, really big into Spider-Man. And we put that in his profile. And then we'd ask you questions like, what are some fun outdoor, or no, what are some activities we can do that would promote X or promote Y? And it'd say like, oh, work, you know, Spider-Man into it this way. And so, so you'd get these like really good general parenting advice, like tips and things to work on it. But it'd say like, oh, use his interests or do that. So you felt like it really understood your kid and what you're asking. Nice. I like that. So you said it, uh, it stores information, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you have a, you can have a profile for your child with like their yeah, name, their birth date. Um, the way that we have it now, which I like, it has pros and cons, but I like it is it can be free text. So you can put whatever you want in it, including like what you don't want to include. Um, so there's like, it, it's up to you what kind of information to give it but um, like we found a lot of success when it's you have more information, like what their routine is, what kinds of foods they like and don't like, like what their challenges are, um, the family structure, if they have any. Um, and it yeah, stores that and then it uses that information in providing all of the other guidance. So are you running like are you running? I guess we can talk a little bit about the tech here. It kind of yeah. leads into this. But are you running some sort of. Uh, you mentioned chat GPT. Is that the LLM you're running in the background uh, to kind of mm -hmm. source all of this? Is that how this is working? What, what is some of that behind the scenes? Like, without giving away your secret sauce, obviously. But like, oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, of course. So yeah, we use Bubble. Um, it, so like the no code app and um, it uses, we use the open AI API. And then, um, yeah, most of the work is really in the, like the backend workflows and passing information in and out, all the prompt engineering, and then um, kind of the scaffolding around it, around like um, suggested questions. Uh, like it's more like 
I feel like most of what we've done is really just like guiding people on how to use the tool well. Um, when you were creating the project at the beginning, at least, did you run into any sort of complications that were like big roadblocks? That you're like, how do we overcome mm -hmm. this? Either technical or like as a team or what were some of the things that you had to overcome? I mean, I would say like, this wasn't that early on the project. This is what we're going through right now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Or, or right now, like anything you're working on right now or working through. Yeah. With a, um, the, so Bubble is a really good solution for the backend workflows. Like when you don't want to do everything. Um, it's a good like full code. stack, like solution for quick development. That's why we went with it. Yeah. It's um, not good for page speed though. So that's what we're dealing with now is like some of the um, page speeds are just very slow um for the like for like our static pages our this, landing pages yeah so we're we're working on um optimizing that in a different tool now other than that i don't know what else do you think have there been i think there's just been a lot of like like sort of knowledge points like let's get to this part with this project feel it out and then if we're comfortable with the prototype and how it's behaving then we we release it and let you know our customers interact with it um, but I think a lot of it is just like asking ourselves continually, like, A, is this working how we want it to? And then B, is this useful to us as a parent? Because that's one of the nice things we have going for us is we're like one of our own customers in a way. So if, if we kind of find something that's like, oh, this is kind of cool, but it's really not something that I'd use much, um, then we just kind of like adapt the product. And I think, I think we've done that a couple of times, like the, like Nikki mentioned, the big journeys, we call them journeys, but they're like like potty training or transition to solid foods is what we're working on at some point in the future. Sleep training will be another one, but like those started as something kind of completely different, like a series of finite checkpoints. And then as we kind of talked through it and envisioned how people would start at the beginning and end up at the end through various different paths, which ChatGPT gives us the flexibility to like adapt the plan on the fly. We kind of realized like, and especially with with our kids, like every potty training journey is just like so different. Some kids might get it in a couple of days, you know, some might take a lot longer. Um, so we we changed the format of that up to just be so much more flexible and provide as many adaptations and checkpoints as parents need. So it's always just kind of a, is this working? Does it feel right? If not, let's make the corrections until it does. So what's the next step in development right now? Where are you trying to take it right now? Yeah, right now, I think we've, so we've done a lot of building and now I think we're going to try to shift into the learning phase and okay. um, just gain some, hopefully get some more customers understand what's working well, what are the gaps, like really just try to understand from parents what's useful, what else could be useful that we think like there could be um, an opportunity um, there. And then, and then, you know, with that, try to then shape the roadmap. I think one area that we think could be pretty valuable is uh, expanding the, these um, journeys or programs that we do around big transitions, um, because there are a lot of transitions <laughs> that, like, as we yeah. know. So, yeah, like Stephen said, potty training, um, it, uh, our youngest, Dominic, is learning how to talk now, and we're thinking, that could be really useful to have some sort of thing where you, you know, you, you have like a list of common, like first 100 words that you're kind of like working through and understanding like what kind of language activities could be useful for learning your first words. And yeah, so that's what I think there could be a lot of room for that. There are a lot of big transitions in, um, 
early childhood. So that would keep us busy for quite a lot if we were to go down that path. Okay, so you mentioned milestones earlier, and then you brought it back up again, which is really cool. So what do you do? You mentioned you do something for milestones, like you have a reward system. How does how does that work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, do you want to? I could do it too. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we, we call it our milestones coach. And it's kind of, it's really big, especially in the early childhood development. It's always like, what should children be doing at three months, six months, you know, 12 months. And that's one of the things we kind of noticed early on when we're trying to build awareness and we're running ads is we get a lot of traffic for milestones. So we said, okay, what can we do with this? How can we use ChatGPT, you know, to help parents out? Um, so what we did is it like the CDC's milestones are kind of like the gold standard for, for what milestones should be. So we use those as a reference and we have those in, in our system. And as kids um, meet a milestone, they, they check it off and they get a little bad for it. Their parents check it off, I guess. Um, but the, what we're doing with ChatGPT is parents can then say, hey, this is going well. This isn't developing as quick as I'd like. And it's going to give you advice on on little activities they can do with their kids to, to target that specific development if they're kind of concerned their kid is falling behind or maybe needs a little bit more attention there. What do these plans look like? Like if, you, if, they're, develop, if they're getting some sort of plan, what does that look like? like practically for the user. Yeah, it's like, so So for example, like for our youngest, Dominic, he will be, it's like his, he's pretty on track for the milestones, but one of the ones where like we might say that we want help with is um, we, you know, like the CDC milestone, something like, you know, six words or something. So like uh, he only knows, you know, I'm making this up because this isn't really true for him, but, but like, you know, like he only knows like three words we want to like, this is something we want to work on. And um, so then the plan will be, okay, I understand it. Like, here are some different activities. So, and we, we've done this with like, read with your child. Um, you can play these little word games, talk about animal sounds, look at body parts, um, have him like try to repeat after you. But like, it lists all these activities. And then we'll say, you know, let me know how it goes. Check in in a few weeks or whenever you want to. And then there's a little space where you can say how things are going, what's working well, what's not, what you would like help on. Um, it doesn't have to be the actual CDC milestones. Like it's very flexible, so you can use it for whatever. But um, it's really supposed to be, you know, as, as your kid's developing, you want to make sure that they're on track. You can kind of gauge that um, and then get this personalized guidance and, and adapting plans along the way to try out. Very cool. So you mentioned that you guys are asking parents for some Perhaps. stuff, okay. like some feedback. I mean, obviously you guys are parents. So as you said, you're kind of your own customers in that way. And that's very cool yeah. that you have like a very quick insight into what <laughs> yeah. this might be. Uh, so maybe you don't have to ask as much people as, as people as much as maybe some other companies do, but do you find yourself asking parents, other parents a lot, maybe, hey, try this out and see if it works or anything like that? Are you product testing in some ways? Yeah, we're getting some, but I mean, to be transparent, I think this is something that we we need more of because we've been, um, you know, we, we started this out, just the two of us, and we, uh, you know, like didn't feel super comfortable telling friends and family, and we just wanted to make this like our our project for a while. 
So now we're kind of getting in that phase where um, trying to get uh, more feedback from people. So this is something that, yes, we're doing, but (laughs) we need to do more of. Yeah, and I I think one of the challenges with this particular space is is just building the knowledge that the product is there. So I think a lot of like current parents kind of gravitate toward like the tried and true like books or, you know, kind of serial video classes or static blogs, that sort of thing. So I think kind of with this space, just it being like not particularly tech and the people and they're not being on the cutting edge of tech, it's it's a, also like a knowledge battle that we're trying to just, you know, even just tell tell people what it is and, and what it's capable of. So a lot of awareness building that we're having to do along with this. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Well, that's why we're here to try to help with that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, so do you, what is the, uh, do you guys have a cost for it or how does your pricing work? Are you guys going to try to build a cost eventually, like a monthly cost or something or yearly or something like that? Yeah, so the those big transition programs, those are $19. Um, but then you get it for it, like, any of your kids and it's like from start to finish. So you just, you, you use it until you're at your goal. And then we have, um, for the rest of the features, more of like the ongoing, like the personalized advice, the, um, personalized blog and the milestones coach. Um, there's two options. There's a free option where you get limited access on like how many questions you ask per day. Um, the blog posts are weekly. Um, that's free. And then there's a premium option that's $5 per month. And that's like unlimited access with the milestone coach. Very cool. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's only a few diapers, right? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I guess I want to say, because I haven't seen anybody doing this sort of thing. So like I, I mean, like, like you guys were saying, like getting the word out is kind of difficult because it's not a project. And we see, like, we see these projects sometimes where it's not a project that like tech people would think of. Where like you see them, like GitHub and they have all these like super techie projects and they're like okay, but then like it's it's not a project that's like super like accessible to people and like knowable by people. So it's like how do you make this more like you're kind of like in the middle of like people who don't like tech and people who do like tech. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> if you do like tech, you're gonna be like this isn't techie enough. If you don't like tech, you're gonna be like this is too techy for me. <laughs> it is tough, but you know what? I think there is a market there because I think that's where a lot of people sit right now is kind of in, in this middle ground of like curious about tech. And that's what we've seen over and over again, just like with our audience in particular is there, you have people on both ends. People want nothing to do with it. People who want a lot to do with it. When you talk about AI, there's people split down the middle. But most of the people are curious about it. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of pique their curiosity to like, maybe this is something you can try, you know, or like, this is some practical thing that you can try. I think that would be really cool. You know, that would be really cool. So with that in mind, I would say like, how can you, like, how does this benefit the average parent? Like the average parent who has like maybe one, two kids, three kids, whatever, how does this benefit them? Yeah. In a practical I know, I, way, like right now it can benefit them today. Like it can start benefiting them. I would probably answer it as like, ChatGPT is so good. It can be so powerful with 
the things that you have to do with a parent all the time, like the amount of decisions that we have to make is a lot. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. and, and like, there's like a lot of planning. There's just like so much of a, like a cognitive load of parenthood and ChatGPT is great for reducing cognitive load. Um, but you have to know how to use it. And like, you have to, like, it's not obvious um, what kind of questions to ask. And that's what we've been putting a lot of thought into. So um, for example, you can ask it, you know, can you plan our meals for this week? And like, here's what people like to eat. And here's what we're trying to get more of. Or you can ask for a bedtime story that teaches them uh, um, a lesson that you're trying to like, that, that you know, like they need to learn yeah. at the time. Um, and you had a really cool feature idea is just to have a list of like preloaded questions for when you're not quite sure what you want to ask. And you just click on that, it loads it up and you, you fire it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you, you, there's like all these suggestion questions across all these different topics. So, you know, like, I'd be like, what kind of questions should I ask my pediatrician at the next visit? It's just like all these things that you don't really think to ask, but once you do and you, and you like marry that with your child's profile, it feels really good. Like it's, you see it and you, um, we added streaming in there. So you just see it type out and it's this like beautifully worded response. that's very thoughtful and it brings all of these, um, you know, like all of these little insights from your kid in it. And it, it's different. It's a very different experience than Googling something. Yeah. And it sounds like when you Google something, I mean, there is so much information available yeah. to you. I mean, and this is times 10 with parenting. I can imagine I'm not a parent myself, but I've, I, I've seen like, like I've grown up, I have little sisters and stuff like that. Ryan's a parent. So he's talking about it all the time. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to find an answer to something with all the different contradictory answers this is specialized to your child, it yeah. sounds like. So yeah. that's really awesome. Yeah, and that's that. nice. It, it does cut out like that, um, you know, like that information overload. And then um, another thing is something that we're trying to, what we're finding is when we first had kids, you're asking a lot of questions and you like, there usually is an answer like, you know, like what to do with constipation or like how, um, <laughs> you know, like all of these questions, there's an answer. Now with our three-year-old, it's like, that's kind of taken care of. But now we're wondering, how do we teach him how to socialize? Like, how do we make sure that he has empathy for others? Or how do we know he's going to, you know, um, you know, when do we start teaching him, a, like, a, you know, ABCs, colors, and, it, well, he knows all those things. But, um, it, the, like, the questions shift, and it becomes a lot of, like, you want to make sure that you're doing right for your kids, but there's no like very specific question to ask. So either you're just reading um, all of these blogs or trying to go on social media and just like trying to get like little (laughs) things that like insight. Um, But that's where that personalized blog comes from. Like it, um, it kind of fills that gap where it's not really anything that you're looking for, but it just gives you like little tips and little advice every day around um, development. You can like take what you want, discard the rest, but um, it, it kind of, it fills that hole a little bit just to know that you're on the right track and that your kids are on the right track. Cause I remember brainstorming that one and it was like looking back in hindsight, there's like things you, 
you didn't know, but you didn't know you didn't know them. And that's really what motivated us to make the daily yeah. or weekly blog is like <laughs> just a quick little thing, but you know, just to help parents because there are things like we look back like, man, we really wish we did that different. And every parent's going to yeah. think that for one reason or another, but it's like, oh, you know, we could really, we could use that in bottle. That's awesome. You know, you're, you're still right about that. And I mean, it goes for parenting, but it goes for a lot of things. So you guys know, like, you guys are both have been or are in like some academic setting or something like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the philosophy program at uh, University of Tennessee in the PhD program. And philosophy is that way. Every time you discover something new about philosophy, every new discovery you have, you realize how much you didn't actually know. About <laughs> yeah. out. And you're like, oh, okay, the rabbit hole gets deeper. Now the rabbit hole gets deeper and everything you find out, you're like, I wish I would have known that before. So yeah, you know, that's true with a lot of things that I think people can relate to, but I'm sure, especially parenting, uh, especially when the stakes are higher in parenting than they are in philosophy, you know, it's like somebody's life you're taking care of. So it's really important that like you have those resources. Yeah. So you talked about the blog. Can you just give me a little bit more about, cause, cause you've referenced that a few times and it's a very cool feature that you have. So talk to me practically, what does this blog look like every day? What is, what is like an example of something that it says? Oh yeah. I, I love the blog. It's my favorite feature. So it, every day it gives you, um, you know, probably what, like two, three paragraphs with like a few tips inside. Um, and they span different topics. So it's like eating and nutrition, health and wellness, learning, cognitive development, parenting strategies. There, there's a few others. Um, and it's just like a blog post for your kids. So it'd be an example would be like, how to help Aaron navigate through transitions or um, how, to, <laughs> how to teach Aaron about the life cycle of plants. You know, like that was not <laughs> on like my radar. That was not on my yeah. radar to, like, <laughs> to teach him about, but, but like, it's cute. It's fun. Um, yeah. And they're all like age appropriate. So when you're, when you're, if you have a young baby, it'll be like how to teach them or like activity recommendations to work on rolling over or like, yeah. Tips tummy for, time tips for tummy time. time um and then like every month it's you know what can you expect for this month going forward it's like what's month 20 like what kind of developmental changes could be happening now to look for um yeah just like one sampling from all those topics that nikki mentioned per day and then it expands it out and writes it with all of the individual child's preferences and, yeah. and challenges factored in yeah so you might be thinking how did you do this <laughs> so like we we made the like the the topics and um yeah like the the topic per day for every day from birth to five years old and then using chat gpt it takes that topic to write about plus the information from your child um including like how old they are and we'll just tailor like some advice just for you just for your kid based on that topic mm -hmm. It's, it is, it's really cool. It's, um, yeah, it's fun to read. I bet it is. Cause it's like, especially for you, you who like kind of developed this thing and you're like, well, I created a monster or something like that. <laughs> like a very cool monster. Um, so I wanted to ask about that. So chat GPT is pulling from these, these various sources. Obviously chat GPT is not that controversial and a lot of people talk about it, it has different biases towards certain things. Uh, so how does your platform handle these controversial topics? Like think about like, like breastfeeding or something like that, or different things that are widely 
disagreed upon or maybe people have strong views on either side? How does it deal with those sort of things? Yeah, so from, from what we've seen, it's very conservative. So it's very much whenever you steer into areas, especially regarding like medical advice, it will like clearly say like this is for um, advice only always consult a pediatrician. So um, it does very much provide this balanced view and um, it caveats a lot of what it says with those sorts of things. So um, that's what we've seen in our testing. Yeah. And I think, I think we've done our best to build that into like when we're generating all the list of topics for the blog is, is very much like just whatever the parent preferred, don't lean one way or the other, just because there's, you know, for a lot of things in parenting, no single right way, just. Yeah, we're trying not to make um, it like prescriptive. It's mm -hmm. it's really just yeah. like, here's a tool for you, how you want to use it. It's a guide to use, not like something that's telling you this is what you should do as a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And, and you like, even with like the milestone tracker, like that's based on the CDC milestones. For the potty training program, we also have something similar where these like badges. But even then, like we try not to make it to like, in your face or like, you know, you have to do these steps. It's more like, um, here's a framework, here's a guide, here's some steps in you getting fully potty trained, but, but really it's very flexible. So you can ask anything. Um, you can ask it to tweak things to, to really just get exactly what you want. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, if, if anybody talks with chat GPT, you can see it is very conservative. It's hard to get it to make an argument for something. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I try to trick it just because that's what I do as a philosopher is try to trick people. <laughs> sometimes I try to trick it and I have found ways to trick some things, but it's pretty good, actually. It's pretty darn good about it. Yeah. Uh, so where do you see this going in the future, in the long term? Uh, do you see like a possibility that this could, I mean, I see a possibility it could become very popular. What's your vision for it? Is your vision to like get it in every parent's hands, or you, what? What? What is the vision? Yeah, I mean that would be a that would be amazing. You know, I, I would want, I would want everybody to try it out. I don't think it's going to be for everybody, but like, but I do see, <laughs> like, parenthood is great, but it does come with a lot and a lot of stress, and I do think that there's great opportunity for this to take off some of that mental burden, um, give you some of the like advice and guidance, emotional support that you need. Um, so like, even if you don't use it in your day-to-day, -day, just that it's there when you need it. Yeah. I, I think it can be like a, an amplifier of like your effort as a parent in some ways to like small questions. You can ask it and it'll really flesh out the details and help you figure stuff out. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things we realized this a couple of months ago is I think these big life journeys are a really great opportunity for it to help parents longer term with not just like a single question, but like, like you said, the whole evolution of, of potty training from start to finish or sleep training if parents wanted to do that or when they transition from um, to solid foods. So I think, I think that's going to be one of our near term, long term focuses, if you will, just to help parents even more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of think of it the same way as I think all of us, well, not all of us, 
a lot of us have thought about ChatGPT for work. Like, it's just nice to know what's there, what it could be used for, what are like the bounds of possibilities. And then you, you kind of fall into this pattern of like, you use it for what you need it for. And then for some things you realize like, okay, it's, it's probably not the tool. Um, but that, the, I think bottle could be that for parents. Um, there when you need it. And um, one thing that we'd like to try and do, and, and we'll need to do this just with like, with feedback from um, talking to more parents and people who use it is like, what are other things that it could help with? And um, like, what are some of those gaps that can make it even more useful? You mentioned the prompts, like the prompt engineering. I okay. think you're really on to something there. And you talked about like the questions, right? Like like maybe pre-done questions. That's a big thing with ChatGPT right now. So one of the things that we do in our newsletters, we explore different tools and we see different trends that are coming out. Uh, for a while it was image editing and then it was like video creation. Uh, then it was like talking to your files, like chatting with like different files on your desktop. It's now it's prompts. People don't know what to ask ChatGPT or how to ask certain uh, tools like ChatGPT. They don't know what to say. They might have a question, but they don't know what to say or they word it a certain way. And There's a way to kind of use the technology to help clarify what you're saying and help you get a better answer. And that's a lot of the technology right now. Like that's where it's at. So that is awesome you guys are doing that. And that's been a decent amount of work behind the scenes is just to, like you said, Hunter, to prime it so it gives the right answer in like a yeah. great format. Yeah. And it, when, one thing we also have is it will um, give you suggested questions to ask based on your kids' profiles. Like here's some questions that like, you know, based on your kids' profile, like you might want to ask. One thing that we don't have yet, but um, hopefully we'll do soon is um, once you ask a question, it also gives you some follow-up questions. Yeah, I, I love, I use an, I personally use a tool. I don't know if you've heard of Perplexity. It was popular for a while and it's an app and it's, a, I think it's better than ChatGPT because it gives you those follow-up questions. If I have a question, it doesn't just like answer the question, leave me hanging. It gives me like recommended follow-up questions I should ask. And sometimes I'm like, that didn't quite answer my question. The recommended follow-up was like, okay, that's actually what I was getting at. So I clicked the recommended follow-up and there we go. So I think that that's really helpful. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. not a shameless plug for perplexity, but they also give like citations, little things. So if you ever oh, like want to perplexity, it will give you the answer. Then you just click a little, like the little number next to it, like the little, what's it called? Oh. Like, like it looks like it's yeah, going to a footnote. Yeah, like in-text, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the in-texting. And you click it, and it'll take you to the website. Uh, and it's usually pretty good sources. So I like, I do like perplexity for that. But yeah. you guys are doing something similar to that, which is really awesome. Uh, because, yeah, you don't always know what to ask and a lot of different things. So when did you guys uh, launch this? So we had the idea in April. Mm -hmm. I think we, <laughs> we launched a very MVP, like very minimal viable <laughs> product. Um, but that was probably May. Yeah, it went quicker than we thought. And then we've just been building and adding and refining. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, mm -hmm. been, it's been relatively 
recent. Is it just you two or do you have some other people you're working with as a team or? It's just us. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're both working full time. So it's just in the evenings. <laughs> After the kids go down, it's work part two. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been, it's been nice to just work together and, and think through these problems. It's kind of a fun challenge. Yeah. We're learning so many new things that, um, we didn't think we'd be learning <laughs> like earlier yeah, was, this year. I was going to ask you, I'm going to get too personal, but as far as like your relationship, you guys have been together. You said you were high school sweethearts, very cool story. So have you found that this has either added like working together on this project? Has it added something new to your relationship in general of using this product or anything like that? Do you see that as a potential for parents who might like, I mean, they're not going to be working yeah. on the project, like using the project. Do you see the potential for like parents to come together in a certain way or be on the same page? Oh, like in using the product and not yeah. building it, but yeah, using it. Well, I want to know about you guys building it. And oh, yeah, building it. Yeah. Parents using it. So building it, yes, it's been mm -hmm. interesting. It's been, you know, you kind of develop work styles and work and, and then you make your personal lives. You don't see that all the time. So like we've seen that come out um and kind of understand like how we work like how we work what are our styles like what are our strengths um that's been pretty interesting mostly though I think it's just been really enjoyable to strategize and just have like new things to problem solve together toward um yeah I've enjoyed it well then us both kind of coming from tech backgrounds the the building part isn't too difficult but what we found is is like the whole like marketing and, and getting it out there is just like totally new to yeah, us both. Yeah. And that's been a fun, um, you know, learning experience for us. And we're still still on that learning curve, yeah. but we're getting there. And then the, the second question um, to follow up, do you think that there's potential for maybe parents uh, who are maybe working together on this sort of app or program? Do you think there's potential to bring them together? Or do you think this could help? their relationship or marriage in that sort of way? I think that's actually something we've been brainstorming as of just a couple of weeks ago is, is like we're giving parenting advice for parents to help with their children. But like, you know, people don't ask about like the parents themselves much. So maybe um, we're not quite sure what this would look like, but the parents might have their own profiles. Maybe have questions like you're saying, Hunter, is like, you know, how do we reconcile this between us? Or like, how can we, you know, improve on, you know, X or Y, but yeah. that's something we've been brainstorming lately. Yeah, we're not sure how far we went to um, be out from like the early childhood, like um, raising kids, but, but, you know, like postpartum, that's like another thing that has like, oh, and like while you're pregnant too, lot of questions a lot of things that you want some like emotional support through and guidance so having something yeah where it's right now it's very focused on the children's so, like everything is linked to your child's profile and um so like all the guidance you get is for a child um but to have something for the parent um like yeah it could be for the relationship i think for the existing product um one thing that i found those blog posts we'll talk about um, and we'll like, you know, like discuss mm -hmm. the, the ones that um, yeah. we've seen. And then also for the guides, like the, the programs. So we, especially before we had kids and we had a little bit more time, we, we would, um, 
watch video courses together. Uh, but then some of the things like I would read some of the parenting books, like I was more into reading that for parents who don't have the time, I think it's a really nice tool because you can be on the same page. You can get the very short plan and it's not up to like one parent or both parents to, to do all of the homework, you know, like reading books, mm -hmm. seeing full courses. So you yeah. can be, um, you can kind of ask the questions, be on the same page easier. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I can't speak from my experience, so I'm just going to leave it there. You <laughs> should like add input or something, but yeah, got nothing. Maybe Ryan would say, let's say something. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely can see how it could benefit a relationship by keeping people on the same page for sure. Uh, because I mean, just from seeing different experiences in my life, Kids have a big impact on relationships. There's no doubt about it. So, um, yeah, things, things get turned upside down as soon as, well, even before the little one arrives. And that's, yeah, something that has to be navigated. Yeah. Dynamics different. In a, yeah. a fifth person there, fourth person or fifth person or whatever. Yeah. So, do you know how many, like, you guys said that you're pretty small, you're starting out. It seems like you're building a really good foundation, though. Do you know, like, of any, is it mostly just family and friends that are using it right now? Or uh, you talked about your marketing efforts. How are those going? Do you have like a, a user base of some number or are you still kind of figuring out how to get started with that? What does that look like? Yeah, we've still been quite private with it. So we've, um, we're getting some organic traffic now. It's, it was really mm -hmm. the, um, the AI blogs and like there, you know, like there's like a lot of um, blogs around different tools like that, that, um, bottle got picked up there. Mm -hmm. So we have some organic traffic there, some users from there. And then we've also been trying paid ads around the potty training system, um, users around there too. So far, we have been more private with it. So not maybe like a very small group of, of friends giving feedback, but um, mostly it's been strangers are you using paid ads for uh are you on like reddit or twitter facebook kind of stuff this is just google search google search okay yeah okay. very cool that sounds awesome yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's been a learning process for us i think like we'll have like an ad campaign we'll, we'll see it out for a week or two and then kind of take all the learnings from that, kind of implement them. And that's what we're doing right now. We realized our static pages need to load much faster. And then we're going to kick up the awareness and, and um, ads again as soon as that's out. So it's always like a, an iterate what's working well, keep that, what needs to be improved, solve that, and, and see where we land. Yeah, that's, that's just marketing in general. It's like trying to figure out what works <laughs> and what doesn't. So basically throwing a bunch of things at the wall and figuring out what's sticks. Yeah. Once yeah. something sticks, you're like, okay, we got to go with that. <laughs> we just got to yeah. keep going. Um, yeah, but once you can get the snowball rolling, getting the snowball rolling is hard. Once you get the snowball rolling, you're like, okay. you know. So we found out, like with our newsletter, we found that same sort of issue, like getting started. We're like, okay, like you're trying to get like your organic growth and you always want your organic growth. But like, how do you get the snowball rolling to like find yeah. this? So maybe we can talk privately about that. Yeah, sort of we'll take your tips. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be cool. Um, so you said it's just you two. Do you guys like, so on this kind of marketing thing, do you guys have like a social media page that people can 
follow? I mean, you guys have a website. What does that situation look like? Yeah, we have, so we have Instagram. That's where we do um, different kind of posts. That's where really we just want to show how, like, what does the product look like in action? What kind of questions can you ask? Um, what kind of, what kind of tips are there? And um, so it's, it's general parenting advice um, plus some of the examples of what you can do in the product. And then, yeah, we do have a website, bottle.ai. Mm -hmm. um, you can, on the, on our homepage, we have a demo. So you can try out the, like the personalized advice. It's set up for a hypothetical child, but, but you can still get a flavor of what it's like to answer yeah. questions. And then you can sign up for free too. So you get the personalized advice and then the personalized blog for free. Yeah, cool. And that's B-O-T-T-E-L-L -L dot A-I. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The name, <laughs> the name is a, it's a mashup of bot and tell um, because it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I just put that together. Okay. Got it. I was wondering who came up with that name? How'd you get that name? I think it dawned on you one, one evening. <laughs> yeah, like, Hey, what about this? It's like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's sticking. <laughs> yeah. I care about design a lot. So even like when we were first thinking about this, like one of my first things is like, let me do the logo. <laughs> let me do that. Yeah. That's the fun stuff. That's the fun part. Yeah. 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 You can do all the coding or whatever tech stuff. I'll do I'll do the logo. Yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. So do you guys I, I was I was also gonna ask you guys on that coding slash tech thing, it just dawned on me. You guys use Chat GPT, you said. Are you are you thinking about ever using any different language models in the future? Or you do you like Chat GPT? If so, is there a reason that you like ChatGPT more than others? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say we do like ChatGPT. Um, we switched over to ChatGPT 4 for the, the program stuff that had like the plans. Um, I think, you know, has better like reasoning we found. Um, mostly though, it's, we've, we've been very happy with it and we have so much other like features to build around it that looking into different models hasn't been our first you know, like, like a high priority. So not at this time, but I think once it, we become in, like, in a little bit more of a stable state, and then if we feel like that's the limiting factor, we'll look into more. Yeah, and I think as we've built the website, we've purposely like architected it behind the scenes so that it, it can be modular if there ever becomes a, a value case to switch. So it wouldn't be too big of a lift, but yeah, like Nikki said, it's been great so far. Um, and like, like you said, Hunter, you know, just the two of us working on it, it's always like, what's the best use of our, you know, time after the kids go down before we're like out of energy, <laughs> you know, no, it's really been, uh, yeah, just like triaging that sort of stuff. And then are you guys looking for, are you looking for any VC funding like currently, or do you guys look at like in the future, are you looking for any VC funding? I don't I think, think we're, so. We're, we're interested in bootstrapping it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's such, it's been just such a, We've been able to get really far with what we have. And I think part of the thing that needs to happen is like time needs to pass and more people, like you said, need to be more comfortable with it because they think parenting is going to be toward the later end of like topics and areas that adopt AI. So I think, I think time's on our side. We're in no rush. And really what we're trying to do is just build a really good product with good product market fit. And then, you know, get that snowball rolling on our own. But we don't really need the accelerant that VC funding would yeah. pour on it. 
Yeah. And the pressure too. <laughs> if there's any other things like that you were thinking of, I asked most of the questions that I wanted to ask and a few more based on what you guys said. Was there anything else that you wanted to share about the the project or your experience or just you guys in general? You know, just the, the one thing that came to mind while we were talking um, in terms of like, where do we see it going? One area that it could be interested, we've been approached for is um, using it for like daycares or um, schools or some sort of thing where it's, um, you know, like the, like a preschool might want to have some kind of like module for parents where they can get advice or get information about the school or the curricula, but it's tailored to their child. So that could be not something that we're like really like seriously pursuing right now, but could be another, um, another area. Opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. Follow their website, bottle.ai, Instagram. Was there any other plugs you guys have? <laughs> um, I think just stop by the website and check it out. Yeah, we also have a little bit. We're working on like guides and articles, just general parenting resources for kind of the top questions. Just uh, if you don't need AI, but kind of just need some resources or questions answered. Fresh yeah. content there too. Um, but really, yeah. we just really appreciate this. This is like very new to us. I'm sure you can <laughs> maybe tell. But like, we we have been like quite private with this before. So this is, you know, it just feels nice. We really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, if you're a parent, go ahead and try it. Or if you just like technology, just go check it out. I mean, even if you're not a parent, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I thought the technology was really cool to just see how it works and stuff. Uh, so if you're a tech person, check it out. If you're scared of tech, just check it out because it's really not that scary. Um, it's just a very practical way to help. And it's not that much work. It's not much more work than Googling something or looking something up. It's actually way simpler than that. Way less. Yep. Anything that can make your life easier, why not try it out, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, at least give it a try and then tell somebody to give it a try. Uh, so yeah, visit bottle.ai, bottel.ai. Yeah. Um, Check out our newsletter, fry-ai.com. We do weekday newsletters. It has three stories a day with the latest news in AI, the AI world. And then we also have three tools a day. Usually we keep it to free tools, uh, tools of all different varieties. And uh, we have some other fun jokes on there and stuff like that. Very corny jokes. If you like corny jokes, you're going to like the newsletter. So uh, check that out. And then... We will put all the information below. Everything that I just said, we'll put below a bottle, everything like that. And this video is probably coming out after our article is released. So go back. We'll put the link to the article on bottle. Uh, be sure to check that out as well.